What is going on, folks? This is Underdog Hockey Pod, down for another episode. It is I, the host you love the most, Kurt, and today I'm once again joined by my two homies, Tyler. Hey, guys. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And Brad. What is up? It has been far too long. Glad to be doing a pod again. Way. everything hockey. Thanks for all the support on Instagram, too, actually. Mighty appreciate it. Anyways, gentlemen. We've gained, like, 250 followers since the last episode. Yeah, no. So yeah, when the fuck's the last episode we did? Yeah, that was it's a while ago. Like a month, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the vids have been good. Uh, this is the first one of twenty twenty. Have we done that? No. Have we done one after New Year's. We did one after New Year's. Yeah, we did. This is our second one of twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty money though. I, I'm pretty happy with it though. Yeah, no, thanks for the support. Um, yeah, that being said, today's topic of the evening is the preview of the trade deadline coming up. A lot of questions are being asked. In two days' time. 72 hours. Yeah. 72 hours. Everyone's trying to find that secret player that's just going to put them that little bit over the edge to grab Lord Stanley. A lot of buyers, a lot of sellers, a lot of lucky losers, and a lot of people kicking the old tires. Nothing really huge so far, but there's been a few mo- notable names. In my in my personal opinion of the whole trade deadline, it has been had very limited uh, potential or success. or Even, even TSN, I find like they're not really advertising it anymore they used to no well that's because they're still doing it i don't know why they're not promoting it but they're still, like i remember when they're year, still on the air for eight hours that day so do you think they'd i think it's because there's no names there's no like taylor hall was supposed to be the guy this year is a really <laughs> slow they, they, year they would anymore. market around the trade date the trade deadline but yeah the, the thing is too is that like really when it comes down to it like boston picking up uh, castle today Awesome choice at the end of the day. Give yourself some depth scoring, right? Well, that's, well, that's the whole point. But we're just talking about before you got here. Is like ducks. I think ducks. They had a good chance they might win this trade. You think so? Yeah, because Bacchus. They only took on seventy five percent of his contract. Dumped Kasha, and not dumped him, but traded him. So it's two point six. I think it's two point six contract, and picked up a first round pick, and then a, probably a C or D level prospect in Anderson. But that's not a, that's a pretty good price to pay to get a first round draft pick. And as you know, they're all they're in a rebuilding stage. Yeah. Why not invest in your future? So I mean, I think it's great for the Ducks and Bruins. Cash is supposed to be a really good player, just hasn't really quite clicked yet. He's just had some injury issues. Yeah. So it's, if you take on a guy like that, you take on some risk just in general. He he's a talented little player. Of, um, he's got good skill set. I'm sure he brings to the Bruins, line, especially when it comes to depth, right? I mean, yeah, he'll play with second line with Krejci and uh, DeBrusque. Yeah, just to keep your stick on the ice. Uh, <laughs> they also freed up three and a half million cap space in case they want to make another move. Yeah, Boston did. So, uh, and Boston's all in. Yeah, they they could very well add another piece before the deadline here. Too, they so. uh, they frightened me how yeah like last year was like like I said that game six I thought for sure they were gonna take it. They didn't, but yeah, yeah, they just ran out of gas. They're they're a good team though. They're gonna be no, scary. They're because they're they're scary because they're built for playoffs. And that's what it comes down there's, to, man. And there's no shootouts in the playoffs. No, no, but what the thing is, like, look how many guys in their team were really like like Nordstrom was contributing a lot, like in a lot of lower yeah. scale lines. It wasn't just like guys like Pasternak or Marchant that had to do all the work. It was really that depth scoring. It was your Charis and your uh... Coyle. Yeah, Coyle. yeah, Charlie Coyle ripped it up. And Johansson. Yeah, Johansson. Yeah, Johansson. Yeah, so. oh, yeah it's, I got a crackling. I guess I'm, I'm not drinking this February, so 
they get to enjoy the delicious beverages without me. No fun February for Kurt. That's right. Keeping it sober. At any rate, um, you know, I'm going to bring it up now because I'm, I feel like I'm posting him a lot is uh, Wayne Simmons. So, Brad, you've made it extremely clear you do not want Wayne Simmons within that Canucks lineup. Well, apparently they can't make it work cap-wise, but which I don't blame them. But before that, though, you didn't want him. I was, okay. <clears throat> half his cap hit retained is two and a half mil. Half his cap hit, I, okay, you, five million for Simmons, like that, that, if you take on Simmons at five million, you're done. You can't do anything else. Yes. That's, that's like, you can't do anything else. And what's the price? Like, I thought Simmons would be like a throwaway for New Jersey. But they want yeah. like value, like second round pick or like, a, I guess, like you levy. You know why? Levy. It's because teams want him. And it's like, I'm like, why? I'm like, he's a fourth line right winger right now. Oh, fuck. Did you see that? Yeah. It's a nice sliding block. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, like, the reason why he's, <laughs> there's a lot of demand for him because he's a big body. But I'm like, he can't playoff skate. Experience. I, yeah, hey, skating I, doesn't matter as much in the playoffs, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I haven't watched many Jersey games, but <clears throat> everybody who I've, who have talked about him saying he's lost about two and a half steps in the last two years. Yeah. Like, he just can't get there anymore. I remember seeing his stats, like, 10 games into the season. I'm like, wow, he's having a bounce back here. And then he just fell off the map completely. Yeah, but I think the whole Even team kind of is, though. That's yeah. the only problem with that. Like, he, he's only as good as the players that he's working with. And clearly, New Jersey thought they could just buy well, their... Really, if you, you have to get there, though. Like, it's kind of like Lucic. Like, he can be phys- he's physical, but he just can't catch anybody. It's true. Yeah, like, um, I think it's Bob McKenzie had this saying at one point. He said it a few times, I should say, but uh, <laughs> maybe Ray, Ray Ferraro. Anyway, somebody in the TSN community. The best player on the worst team is never as good as he looks, and vice versa. The worst player on the best team. Yeah, <clears throat> like, um, like remember y- Jokinen in Florida? Like he looked like a franchise center in Florida, and he yeah. couldn't replicate it anywhere else. No, no, he could not. Or like players that you know, like. Uh, that, that come off uh, like Stanley Cup contenders and they look great in a playoff run and they can't replicate it ever again. Remember Billy Leno in 2010? Yeah. He was amazing. Could never capture that again. No. No lightning in the bottle, that one. Yeah. It made um, me think about like the Blake Coleman trade when, when I, I thought Nolan Foot. Nolan Foot. <clears throat> a first-round draft pick last year. Yeah. The equivalent would be a first-round draft I mean, it would be a first-round draft pick and like for if it, like let's say uh, the Islanders wanted to do it, it'd be a first round draft pick in Wallstrom. Yeah, that's the equivalent. Yeah, I yeah no the best that's like a, it's like really wow. Even truth be told, and not to, not to digress into this trade topic, but uh, yeah, the Andy Green one was kind of a, a thinker because just because I like Andy Green and he's cool. But and you he, need offense. You can't we need score. We need offense. I understand that like, he's a Lamarello guy, very defensive, defensive defenseman. He'll fit right into the system, but it's like he's 37. He doesn't really produce offense as you're suggesting. He put up, I think, 19 minutes his first game. He got an apple, which was cool. But yeah, I, I really am kind of wondering about that one a little bit. Like, what's the long term goal? I mean, with him? I, I I think it. I don't know. Andy Green was he's, he's you know he's getting older. I mean, he's 37. 37. He's 37. Oh yeah. shit! And and what I didn't think about when that trade went through is that. Um, Lou was the one that brought him into the NHL back was, like 15 That's what I mean. He's a, Lou, he's a Lou guy. He was an undrafted kid. So, like, I have no problem with getting Andy Green, but when you trade a second round pick, that's kind of a bullet in the gun. 
Well, you know, to, to get something else that you actually need. My only rebuttal to that is just that, like, simply put, like, we've got enough young players on the team, so I don't think Lou's necessarily concerned about, and he knows that New Jersey was is rebuilding. No, I mean, after drafting, I mean, using that trade, using that second round pick to get a forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have really done that, but um, obviously, they, there's. I wonder if have a good have a good depth, you know, in the over the last couple of years. Yeah, I've got a lot of faith in Monroe for the most part. Like, even if you look like Derek Broussard, who's had a good comeback year with the Isles, like he's been defensively smart. As soon as they put him on wing, he's produced even more. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, for rumors, Kovalchuk. Okay, can we just let's just talk about Montreal in general? Okay. Gen- Montreal reminds They're- me of the 2015-2016 Canucks. They're old. They're not winning. They're mediocre, and they're just stubborn, and they can't accept the fact you got to blow it up. They're too good to be to tank, and they got big but contracts. But they're, they're can't not really doing with. They're too good to tank, but they're not good enough to make the playoffs. They're so gonna, like, they're going to be like a ninth or tenth place finish in their division. So what they're going to do, and what Bergevin is saying, is he's not even entertain rebuilding. So they're not trading Petrie or Tatar unless they get like a you know. Get their socks blown off, which that's, is that's smart. It is. It, it's it, maybe it's a negotiation tactic to make sure they get the best offer. Maybe the internally, they're like, yeah, we got to rebuild. Or maybe it's yeah, we're going to try and contend. You're going to come back and you're going to have the same team next year. Yeah, and um, you're not going to. And your career price is going to be a year older. Weber is going to be a year older. And I'm like, I feel bad for Hams fans because they're going to have to just uh, do the whole. We're gonna struggle, be, be mediocre for two more years, and then accept the fact that we gotta rebuild. Yeah, I don't know that that Carey Price contract. I still kind of shake my head a little bit about that. It one. is terrible. Him and him and him and Bob. Yeah, Bob's been. Does he even have nine hundred nine hundred stamps right now? Well, even at nine hundred. I was actually crunching the numbers for this season. Like every win that he gets in the twenty two wins he's had has cost him five hundred thousand per win. Who? Uh, for Bob. Oh, like he's only had twenty two, and his goals against average is still. Very well above four, so yeah. Florida's like Florida struggling, but anyways, Montreal. I feel because they they are what they should do is trade a first round tra- trade Tatar for a first round pick. Jeff Petrie would get your first round draft pick. If Andy Green could get your second rounder, it was a good tilt. Matty Kachuk. Yeah, we're watching uh, Matthew Kachuk right now fight that? with uh, Lazon. Yeah, good tilt. Jeremy Lazon. Good tilt. Yeah, anyone in questions on Matthew Kachuk <laughs> right now? There you go. Um, At any rate, but they gotta blow it up. They would be so much better if they could blow it, like blow it up really good. They got huh, trading a fourth round pick for Scandella and then trading him for a second and a conditional a conditional fourth is a hard kick in the nuts to Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and they might get a second round draft pick, third round draft pick for Kovalchuk, but we were talking about Kovalchuk. They why would you could only oh, yeah, his gloves off there? Uh, why would you re-sign him? You are not winning. Trade him, get something, and revisit in the summer if he wants to come back. Yeah, he's been he's been doing well. So trade Kovalchuk. Trade, uh, maybe not Nomi because you got to have somebody there. But you got to recycle this. You're gonna suck. Be if you're gonna be, be mediocre, suck and be mediocre. You gonna Don't get, be trying and be mediocre. Do you think they'll ever try to move that price contract away? No, that's the thing. They should move. They, they should move Price and Weber. I don't know how they could do it though. But they. But how? This they'd, have to, retain, they'd this, have to retain a lot of that but like, money. But this offseason would be the year to do it. Like, he will like, still have some game left. Yeah, yeah. He's having a really bad year because I think he's quitting. Who? Price. No, he's turning it around. He's got like a 93 save percentage in the new year. 
Well, like, like what I'm saying, like, I, I, at what point is Price going to be like, I'm sick of this shit? Like, I don't I, know. I think he's already sick of it, but he just he can't do anything about it. But like, like it's just like he's kind of stuck there unless they can move him. Because you, with a salary like that, you can't really demand a trade and expect it to go through anytime soon. Yeah, so like, like he kind of courted himself as his contract sucks. My contract sucks. But like. like that's, uh, that's what David Backus was saying until today too. He was, he was sucks. technically sent down, I wish but he was just hanging out that. in Boston. Now, and now he's a duck. And now he's a duck. And he's and what a great retirement place to play. Yeah. In Anaheim. Yeah. If he wants to close out his career, close turn the page. Uh, he, he probably was, he will probably be done after this. Is one year, one mills if that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, somebody's doing him a favor to keep him in the NHL. Yeah. Like, yeah. They go back. They go down. legal. But. Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk, trade him. I'd say trade him. Trade him. You there's, s- okay, there's saying trade him, and then there is, is he actually getting traded? By Monday, do you think he's gone? Yeah, I think he's gone. Because I think a lot of teams want him because he's so cheap. 700,000, how can he go wrong? Like, even if he doesn't work out, like he's, kind of a, he's kind of a hard guy to fit. Every, every, okay, here's my dilemma. Everything leans towards trade him, but I feel like Bergevin wants to extend him. I think he does too. He's doing what the 16 Canucks said. 2016, think, going after Erickson instead of rebuilding. I they want to keep these guys for whatever hell fucking reason. I think 12 o'clock passes on Monday, and he's still a Montreal Canadian. That's my... Ooh, that's, should we start gambling on this? No, because I think it's possible, because I think I see a lot of 2016 Benning in Bergevin right that's, now. That's my belief in what's going to happen. Because I think that's how we should do this whole thing, is... Not should he be traded, but will do he? we think he'll be traded? I think he will be because I think teams will, will need will can and not nobody in the NHL in the playoff spot has cap space. No, like he's super valuable in that in that sense. You have but he has to be specialist. a good fit. We all thought he was a good fit in Montreal, and he has been. No, I never really saw a fit for him in LA. Nobody did really did because it's no. a bunch of old players. Um, I don't know why old Russians work out so well in Montreal, but but they, they do. They do. And he loved it there. But also, I was listening to the radio on my, on my drive in. Um, okay, so what other team would take a Russian? Teams that already have Russians on them, right? Technically, Boston, Boston could even use Kovalchuk if they wanted. Yeah, they've been rumored to be in. Our yeah, own. but they declined signing him like a month ago so i don't know why they trade like a second round pick could, well, because now they know there's value there he's a, but like where is he good fit that's a problem with Kovalchuk. he has to be a good fit he has to be a power play guy but not your first line guy like is yeah. he a fit like where he's a hard guy to place like so for naming a team right now oh god he goes to i say he doesn't get traded pittsburgh you think Pittsburgh takes him? Mm. That is a good idea. Maybe they have that. You know, maybe Kobe and Malkin. I feel like Pittsburgh is a team that's run on on speed too much to bring him on. I don't know, but there are. But teams. they also have. You know, that, that's when it comes in the factor that they can they can afford a seven hundred k. Yeah, anybody could really. You know, and it's depth, and they need depth because they have you know like couple guys are out for the season so it's like it's rough so maybe them i know they paid up they paid pay, they're all in they paid a premium for zucker yeah I, I couldn't give you a concrete answer to this one unfortunately for but Kobe. i do think he'll get moved okay yeah i think he'll get moved you can quote me on that one um anyways next craggy well 
the biggest name on the TSM Trade Bay board, Christopher Kreider. Trade him. Have you ever I seen think he'll this? be traded. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they can move him. Because I think the numbers that have been thrown out with the, with the Rangers and re-signing him are like stupid seven times seven-esque. But isn't, uh, well, I, mean, I guess now that Cass left, do you think that um, he's not going to end up in Boston anymore? Because I think, wasn't he a big... Boston was one of the front runners. They were saying he uh, kind of suits their style. He's a big body. He's a you know he's think, well, a monster, but Kreider, he's skilled. I think Kreider will be. Body. I think Kyle Kreider will go. Will probably go for a first round pick to like maybe Colorado, or oh Colorado. That's right. There's another. That was another team. St. Louis. Yeah, um, he would fit in St. Louis. I feel like though with the, their style. Yeah, but the problem with St. Louis is they don't know what's going on with Bowmaster, and they don't know if Tarasenko will be back before the playoffs. Or at and during the playoffs, mm-hmm. so they can't really use his money, kind of like Bufflin. And you know, so that's kind of tricky. Like, but if it gets, they'll have it figured out by Monday. Yeah, like they'll know by Monday. If I, he's close. If he's not, well, he's been skating. But like if he's, he's if he he's going to practice anything though. No, he's been like he's not clear for contact or anything. Who's like this? Tarasenko. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was say Bomeister. I personally think he might be finished. Oh, I think it's. I think I don't, I don't think anybody in the, in the in the league or in the world thinks he's. He but, has something. He has, he has a little machine in his heart now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Must be genetics. Thing. How can you be? How can you like raise your heart rate on every given day? You know. Yeah, yeah. I think, he, I think he's. And done. why is he playing? Like he's got a cup. He's thirty six. He's got his gold medal. You know, he's got. He's what? He's quietly had a fantastic career. Yeah. He's getting paid through the, the end of the year anyway. So. That's like, I mean, there's nothing really left for him to do. There's nothing for him to do. No. Just call it a career, collect your money. Cool. Yeah. Shine this trophy case a little bit. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he's just fine. Yeah. You know, but he's done. It's going to be, yeah, I'm just looking at Boston's cap friendly here. I don't see a way that they can bring him in. Uh, Kreider. No, I think um, I, I I really like. So I think Kobe might be a good, good fit in there or Pittsburgh. He's definitely. I think he's going out west. Kreider's either going to Colorado or San Jose, or not San Jose, St. Louis. Yeah, San Jose is not buying anybody. San Jose is too busy crying over the fact. Washington took. Uh, Washington picked up uh, Brandon Dillon. That was a good move for them. Yeah, pretty um, low. Same second and the third. Uh, they want two right. San Jose. Wow, they are the biggest losers of this entire season. Yeah, Hands but, down, the biggest losers. Yeah, they're they couldn't even get Dalton Pro in action. <clears throat> oh, a defenseman that he signed. Yeah, uh, I don't know who he is, but what do you mean? Oh, like he got <laughs> they signed him, and then he's been injured all season. No, I don't think it would have changed your season. No, I know, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny, like they didn't, couldn't even have that extra defenseman. Oh, in the mix. speaking of San Jose, Willie Aroni, Jumbo Joe. Oh. Do you think they'll even bother that, with them? No. Huh? What, do mean, what do you mean? Like, well, people I know people are talking about them. Like, I saw some articles about them being booed. It's like, who, who, where, who? That's, that, that's I think not, a lot of not, teams it's not would where like or who. It's will he go? It's if he, wants, he wants to go. To. He's got the no movement clause. Every single team in the playoff position would love Joe Thornton as center of third line. Yeah, he brings everything you could possibly want. Playoff experience, a beard, size, a beard, comes with beard. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's already got the beard for the playoffs. His setup skills are pretty, pretty solid. Like he still can pass. He can still. He, he can't can, really he go. Can, he can run your. He can run your second power play unit. You know, be a depth guy. You know, 
you know, you might have like a three-point night once in a while. Good in the room. You know, but is he too big in the room? You know, is he kind of like Kovalchuk? He's a big personality. He's kind of a, you know, dominating guy. He's a fucking all-star. He's a fucking all-star. And <sighs> rumors of, not rumors, but he's been linked, not linked. I don't want to say like he's been going by, like, is he a fit at Boston? Good seeing fit in Colorado. Back to Boston, eh? Where it all began. That's that's it's just for the storyline. People where, have brought where that the, up. Where the story all began. Yeah. Again, because with, with, he's got a small cap hit, but they're so tight to the cap, I don't see them. They'd have to move somebody out. Yeah. But like, I don't. We, we nobody knows. Will he go? Will, or does he want to? Because like, I really hope he goes. Because it would I, be a real shame for him to just fade away in San Jose in this year. That would be the biggest name of the deadline if he got traded. Oh yeah. And the it's, biggest, it's just, just name, not just, like production just, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just for the storyline, that would be the biggest story. Over Kreider. Kreider, I was actually, I've never really noticed him, and then I watched him play against the Jets last week there, and I was like, I was very impressed by I'm him. I'm a huge Kreider fan. He's actually really good at hockey. Like he no, is, he's, he, he's a monster. He's, he's like yeah. he's like what Bertanen should be. The only thing It's a bowling ball coming down the wing, but he's got hands. The only thing I remembered about him was... Every time he tried to kill Take, Carey Price with yeah. his skate blades. That's probably the only thing. That's what he'll be known for when he, when he officially retires. Yeah. I don't know. If, it, it, anyways, but yeah, it's... Um, Do you send Patty out too? I, Again, I think it's... An no, if I he, think if Patty's he, done. If he wants to go... I haven't, heard, I haven't heard Marlowe's name at all. So people will take him. No, people mentioned him. There have been mentions. Of I, him. I haven't heard him mentioned. Not much though. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things where Thornton will go if, if Marlon goes with him. I hope, I hope not. Combine their <laughs> you know? two point seven mil cap hit. So, so that's, that's, that's not very bad reasonable. for two thirds of a line. Yeah, <laughs> two old, two two forty year olds in your lineup. No, I know, but he can skate. He's you, still Marlo, can, if you can combine, you can fuse Marlon and Thornton together. You'd have a pretty good player. <laughs> <laughs> In the next life, size, hands, and speed. Yeah, because Marlowe can still skate. His, his hands aren't as flashy as he used to be. Last two dudes from the nineties, one of the ni- later nineties drafts. Um, uh, uh, wait, wait, uh, I got, I got a whole thing here. I, got, I can talk about. Do you want to talk about something, Craig? No, no, you can start up. I can go. Yeah. Okay, so way go to, to the old knights picking up Martinez. Um, solid D. Good uh, shot they, blocker. Got a goal last night. Did he score? Yep. He did. Uh, Kings on the other side of it. Kings, we get what? Oh, I have to go soon. But anyway, go on. Uh, you guys can finish without me. There we go. The Kings are doing doing a good job rebuilding. They're blowing it up. They're doing it right. They're an old aging. They're old. Core, you know what? Dustin Brown's thirty five. I'm aware. I looked him up the other day. They're getting. They're old now. Me and Cash talking about He's him. He's thirty five. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he from that 03 draft? I think it was after that. Dustin Brown. Before that or after? After. He was definitely after. He might have been like 04 or 05. He's Wasn't dusty. that 03 draft? They're only like early 30s. They're like 33. No, but he's oh. he's older though, uh, Dustin Brown. He was no, drafted before? He's, no, he's 35. I looked it up your day. I was surprised. So maybe he was like an 02 or 01 draft or something like that. He's been around for a while. Well, even Kopitar and all them. Yeah, well, Kopitar still has game. Like 35. Wow. Yeah, fact. Uh, but yeah, no, good for LA for blowing it up. They're still paying, they're still paying everybody. 2003. Jets doing a good, doing a, mo- a good, modest trade deadline. Uh, two trades I did not see coming. 
and the depth I'm guys. Pretty happy with both of them because they're not they're not they're like we're not in it to really go deep, like go big. Like once you get to the playoffs, it's anybody's game. It is, you know, but they they still are they still have Dustin Buffin on the on the thing. They, they can't figure it out. So yeah, I don't know what's happening with that. Nobody they're, knows. They're saying. They're trying to trade him now or something like trade his rights. Yeah, I'm like what the hell? Why? Who? Would... Why, why? What's the issue here? Though? Why? Is I he no not... no I, no like, one knows. They've. I think it says about when apparently they've agreed to terminate the contract, like yes. what Zach Bogosian did today. Yeah, but they're all they're contemplating moving him instead of buying or terminating. Like, why would you move move him? Who? Move, like, well, what? I think he he would prefer it. Like, I'm if like, anything, what do you mean? You move, are you gonna play? Like, what are you? Yeah, like, what the hell? What about um, Zach Bogosian? Actually, I know he was trying to get to the minors. I just recently did they just terminate his contract? No, they today to, so he could play in the NHL today. So like his, con- his his contract gets wiped away and he can resign with anybody. What are he gonna sign with? It's a mutual termination. It'll so be it'll he'll be, get he'll get picked up. It'll, death guy. It'll be like a vet minimum, probably like whatever. Yeah, similar to Kovalchuk, seven hundred thousand. He doesn't Probably care. He wants to win. Yeah, that, I respect that. I mean, I wish wish Berchi and Erickson would do that. But. Same age. <laughs> Old Bogosian's the same age as me. You know, but Erickson's playing on the show though. He was a second liner last week. You, Not he was, anymore. He was he was hilariously ripped ripped apart. Yeah. I gotta sign out. Uh, but the little gentleman here gonna All right. keep going without All me. Right, Thanks for swinging by. See you oh, later. No problem. Um, yeah, it was talking about. The Canucks, I mean, they brought in Tyler Toffoli. I think it was a good trade. They didn't give up a whole lot. Like, give up a second round pick, but what would what like they what would what would what would be the airwaves in Vancouver if they found out Besser is out for the season and the Canucks did nothing? It would be oh my god, we're quitting. What's this team doing? Half assing this, or what if Toffoli ended up in Edmonton or Calgary and they paid this met prices? Like, why didn't we do that? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, why did? Why are you just letting our competition getting better? So I, c- I, I couldn't believe listening to the local radio the last few days. How many people were bitching about the trade? I think it's like I think it was about a sixty forty split. Sixty percent feel like like it, and forty percent. I think a lot of it has to do with people not believing that this team is good. They're not my not. They're flawed. Like every team in NHL is flawed. <laughs> they're flawed. They're a very flawed defensive team, and they have. I gotta have, have trouble like getting going during games, but but hey, you got it's weird. It's you I mean, got arguably the best goalie in the league this year. Yeah, he doesn't have great numbers, but he's playing well. Like he's not in top ten in, in much of anything, you know. But he's had but some, that's due to the shit defense in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> mostly he's right? played. He's, he's he's he stops some of the hardest shots in the league. Like he has like a like his save percentage and like high danger scoring chances is like number one, top three. Yeah, if their goaltending wasn't superb this year, yeah. despite what the they'd be down numbers say, yeah, they would not be. They'd be down by Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, probably lower. They'd be scoring, but they wouldn't be. They'd have a lot less wins. They'd still be scoring goals, but they would. Yeah, they every game would be a shootout. It would be like watching a Pittsburgh Washington game from like ten years ago. Yeah, it would be seven six. <laughs> yeah, every game. Uh. But no, it's good. They're you know they're playing well, and I think a lot of it, a lot, a lot of Canucks fans gotta you know they haven't quite adjusted to being buyers, you know to what it's what it, what it to what it's like, and 
You got to go for it. Like last year, you got to go for it. Don't sit and wait. Yeah. Like the Jets kind of, they, they went for it. And like their window was like, what, one year, two years to win the cup. And now they're kind of, have to kind of rebuild again. That's kind of the, the shitty thing about the whole cap system. Is like, they were up. They peaked. And, but Winnipeg's situation was difficult or different from Vancouver's current situation because Winnipeg, the last couple seasons, they've been playing in the toughest division in the NHL. So they'd make the playoffs. They'd have the stupendous year. They'd load up on, on players. And then they'd have to play Nashville or St. Louis or like, if they made it further, Dallas, they would have had to play, right? Like yeah. all of these stacked teams in this division. And Vancouver, conversely, they've got Edmonton, very beatable. Uh, that, that's Vegas the, looks yeah. very beatable this year. Calgary, they suck. They, they're, they're not very good. I think it had a lot like, to do with it. The West is wide open. If you make the playoffs, if you win the division in the Pacific this year, you've got a very good chance of making it to the semifinals at least. Yeah. So like, I think that's what, if the not Canucks, the finals, the, right? it's wide open. If the Canucks spend a second round pick on Toffoli and Toffoli comes in, he plays well and he leaves it on July 1st and the Canucks win around at the win. I mean, people might get sucked up in the winning, you know, like, like how we lose might change the perception. Like if they're up three, one in the series, in the second round, they blow it. And they kind of put sour taste in your mouth, like, in, you know, at the end of the season. But as a whole, it'll be success. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. And that's kind of what I'm hoping, because uh, Winnipeg right now, <laughs> they're sitting, I think, in the second wild card spot. If they can finish first wild card. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to. Vegas. They're Vegas gonna, is the only team at the Pacific I wouldn't really want to play. They're going to play an honorary Pacific team. Vegas wouldn't be the team I'd want to start with, but I think they're very beatable as well. Yeah. They've uh they've definitely like I don't think changing coaches to DeBoer helped them at all. No. They don't look any better. They look Apparently worse if anything. It's like internal. Like something internal. Flurry hasn't been having a good year. They're cap strapped. They had to move their on. Their D is kind of iffy. A lot of their depth has had to be moved out. Uh, they traded Bay Eakin, that's a depth guy. Yeah. They lost Miller, who was one of their top two or three defensemen last year. Um, yeah, guys like Howla and all that, they, they've just got no money, so they can't afford to have these depth guys. I heard rumors that they were looking at, at getting rid of Reeves just because he's making too much for yeah. the fourth liner. Like, when you... They're kind of like what Toronto is, is was. I don't know. It's like anybody who's not in their top six is making more than the, like a buck. Yeah. They're expendable. Yeah. If you're a third liner and you're making more than a million dollars, we're going to have to get rid of you. There's a target on you. There's a target on your back. We're going to have to get rid of you at some point. You yeah. know, so it's it's tough, but, you know, every every team has has these these cap problems. Every every team has cap problems. Every team has injury problems. Nobody's feeling sorry for anybody. No. No. It's it's a level playing field all the way across. It, it is. Like You could say, like, oh, we, we're missing him. Like, well, we're, we suck. Well, Everybody, you're playing. You're, that team's you're missing guys. Missing this him. team's missing guys. There's been so many. February, late January to mid February here has been. Every team, every day, there's somebody going down. So many injuries and key ones. Like Calgary loses Giordano. Like they, uh, Edmonton has gotten murdered 
with injuries and suspensions. And suspensions, yeah. I mean, I don't two know thirds of their first line right now is un- not playing. You know, um, and then there's like Vancouver Col- loses Boss uh, Besser, uh, St. Louis loses Tarasenko, Winnipeg loses Little. Uh, you know, Toronto loses Riley and John uh, uh, Johnson. I was looking at when it like Winnipeg. I follow them on Facebook and they post their their starting lineups. Yeah, every game. And they have like a little injury slash healthy scratch list. Yeah, it's two pages. And <laughs> there's like there's like eight guys out injured. Yeah, right now. Lowry, Little, Perot, who's always injured, so I shouldn't be surprised. Uh, Dahlstrom, Sabiza, whole bunch of guys. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. And then you look at like fucking Columbus, how great of a year they've had. I mean, it's been, and, in Colorado. Colorado, Colorado too, yeah. those, no Kadri and Ran, uh, Randon. No, Randon like and, collarbone. And so when he comes back, Randon will not be 100%. And, he, he, and he'll no. be coming in the most physical time of the year. He'll be uncomfortable. He won't want to be out there. He yeah. won't want to take a hit. It'll, when he comes back, he will not be effective. I don't want to say effective, but he won't be, like you, you know what I mean? Like he won't it, be. It'll, he'll have a target on his back because it'll be everybody knows start a playoffs, first round of playoffs. Every hit. Every Aim hit. for the shoulder, push him into the boards. Yeah. After the whistle, just give him a shove. Yeah, shove make him, his, push him. Make his shoulder hit the boards. Make shoulder, his collarbone. collarbone, like every single piece of contact. I don't know if he has a, like a any screws in there or anything. Like yeah, that, they said but, no surgery, but who knows? They like, might be lying about that. You but. know, so who, who knows? But like, um, yeah. Columbus. Columbus. Jones. So Columbus Blue Jackets. The rain, they've yeah. lost seven straight now. At one point, they were, I think they were one of the top three in the Metro. Yeah. They're still top wildcard spot. Islanders beat the Red Wings, who were the worst team in the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, today. Top wildcard spot. They're still in top wildcard. They've lost seven straight. They're missing their best defenseman. They're missing their starting goalie. They're missing... Two, two of their top six forwards. Three of their top six forwards. Three of their top six forwards. Borkstrand, their Borkstrand, leading no, goal scorer. Right wingers. Atkinson, Anderson, and Borkstrand. Yeah, Borkstrand. Borkstrand just, he's done for the season. He's out eight to ten weeks with a shattered ankle or something like that. Yeah, they shattered it and fractured it and twisted it. And he's fucked. His season's done. They're Jones still in a playoff spot. That's what I said. They're top wild card. They've, They've lost, lost seven in a row and they're still, they lost, okay, they're three, three, and four. So they're about 50% on points. This yeah, they that's been their saving grace is that they've gotten the loser point on, in a bunch of their games. But okay, it just reloaded their second wild card. I was so passed them, but um, yeah, they're also one point out of being out of the playoffs, and they've played two more games than Carolina. But to lose so. seven in a row and be still be in a playoff spot, it's kind of a miracle. It's so tight, eh? It there's is... there's not really many sellers like Detroit. Detroit's a seller, but nobody wants their shit. <laughs> Like yeah, they don't have a Detroit lot. Detroit hasn't done anything, right? No, uh, I think Mike Green's probably their biggest player. But he is so just a shell of himself, of his former self. Like he is not what he was at all. Yeah, but is he a second power play unit guy now? Like I wouldn't know if I'd put him on my first unit. You know, but what I'm saying is like nothing in Detroit is attractive. Athenasu, you know, but he's minus forty five. Yeah, and and they, he, apparently he's kind of a 
He's a bit of a uh, ego to ego guy. Like he kind of goes with a beat of his own drum. He's another one of those guys that you have to be careful of when you bring into your dressing room because, yeah. uh, like a Patrick Kane, not Patrick Kane, Evander Kane kind of guy. Like he, but he just doesn't get the the coverage. Like, would anybody want Trevor Daly? I don't even, know because like, even at like half his cap pay, would somebody want? Because if you're doing Trevor Daly, you're not just doing Trevor Daly. Like Trevor Daly is a move you do, you know, you, after you do your your other move and you bring oh it's bringing Daly for a depth. He's got a no trade too, so if he doesn't want to go, that's their issue. Like all of these guys that they can trade, they don't have the right to just move without confirming with them first. Like I really would not be surprised if the trade goes to the deadline and only picks up like a fourth round pick. Because mm-hmm. they got nothing literally left that anybody would really want. Yeah, for sure. Because they. Ottawa, they've got quite a few names. Ottawa is doing right. DeMello, I. Uh, They're doing a great d- job. Got to admit, I didn't really watch him, but the I watched the first game he played in with Winnipeg the other night. He looks pretty good. I think that was a good pickup for a third round pick. Yeah, it was. Uh, Nemesnikov has been sitting out their last two games. They'll be trading him. He's number two on the TSN Trade Bay board. Uh, they also got Pajot. Pajot, Ooh. number three. JG. Uh, you know, it's... it's. Uh, there's guys like Tyler Ennis and Ron Hainsey. Chris Tierney. Like they're, they're, they're setting themselves up just to have a glut of... They already have like seven or eight picks in the first three rounds. They have two first round picks and two of those, and those will two, both be top two ten. lottery potential picks. Top yeah. ten for sure. Yeah. Unless Winnipeg, unless San Jose goes an absolute tear and gets like out of the out of the bottom, they have three second rounders. They still got Columbus's pick for this year and next year. They got two in the third, and then they kind of they kind of and then yeah, they got two in the six. And then they got one in the four, five, and seven. Yeah. So like, and they're gonna get more for Pajot. Who let's say they get a conditional first for Pajot. Okay. A conditional first, if they say the team wins around. So it's a, you're a first and maybe a second round pick plus maybe a like a mid level prospect or something like that. And then they'll probably get, you know, if Ron Hansey wants to go, somebody want Ron Hansey for a third pair penalty kill guy. And. You know, it's just like they're setting themselves up really well. Like I'm, 2017 was so rotten for Ottawa, and it's funny how things have gone totally 360, and now everything's going their way. Yeah, like that Carlson trade at the time. Remember that? It was such a oh my god, Ottawa is a tire fire. There, everybody's that that, that Uber driver thing. The I don't know. There's probably, I can't really remember all at the top of my head, but there was this everything there, that was turning up sour in Ottawa. There were a lot of things going wrong. And Mark then, Stone wanted to be there, but they didn't want Sam <clears throat> Carlson. The same thing. There was the Carlson Hoffman Duchesne. wife situation. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was an absolute clusterfuck. Nothing movie. was right in Ottawa. Nobody wanted to go to the games. They couldn't sell it to that that playoff. <laughs> they they asked Dorian what he thought of his team. He said. Or a team. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, just they fired their coach. They couldn't. Like it felt like no. Like who was going to sign in Ottawa? That's a place. It's just just toxic. Yeah. And 
now hockey gods are even in the playing field for them. They traded away a lottery pick. It worked out, sort of, not really. How how glad do you think Ottawa is? Like, that, I would like to talk to a Sens fan. I don't how, know one. How glad do you think they are that they didn't include Ryan in the uh, trade for Carlson? What do you mean? Because there was talk that I, they, they would take a, them. they were going to package them, oh, and like, take a I, severe okay. discount. Yeah, they wouldn't have this other potential top five pick this yeah. year if they. I would love it if him. the first the, one of those like San Jose's picks is first overall, and like Ottawa's is like seventh. I just want the first overall to be San Jose's, <laughs> just for the just just to watch San Jose squirm. They get to draft Lafreniere with another team's pick. Yeah, oh, I want to be their own. I cut them some. hard there. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Um, yeah. Tyson Berry. I don't know why he's up here. I don't get Kate. Okay, Tyson Berry has been an absolute tire fire apparently in Toronto. Like if you, he, he's trending on Twitter most nights. That's that's fair. Yeah, I I've seen a few few games. He's and he's always been a defensive liability. I don't know why people are surprised when they see that. I think he's now he's in the spotlight. Yeah, I guess. I think so. in Colorado nobody he, covered them. He ran the power play, and he got a lot of points. He got, like, but he got a lot of points. With most defensemen, if you ever watch an NHL hockey game, if you have a defenseman that scores a lot of points, he's usually like a fourth forward out there, and he's a liability in the D zone. Yeah, because they're only thinking one thing. Okay, I, I don't see how Barry... Barry wants... Remember, I remember last year at the draft, I was camping, and I was I drove down the road to get some cell service because I heard about Tyson Barry, and... I wanted to hear what was going on because, like, what the fuck? I was pumped because this is this is after last year when he was like a sixty-point defenseman. Yeah, and I was pumped because I didn't know what was happening. I thought Bertanen was involved. It was their tenth overall pick. I don't know what was going on. Byram was like it was like a swip swapping of picks. Maybe Horvat. I don't know, but I was pumped. I wasn't pumped about Horvat. The rest of it I was okay with. But, uh, but now I'm like, eh. Like, if they trade him, like, the trade will... Like, like, hypothetically, there's been a couple... Has been If he goes to Vancouver, it would be Stetcher plus. But I'm like, how much is a plus plus is on Stetcher to Barry? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how much of an upgrade is he really in, to give up? How much would it be to get him? Or... His value is at the lowest of his career, I think, right now. I think it's it has never to be. been lower. And he apparently wants eight times eight this offseason. Which I, I get he'll ask that, but I don't think he'll get it from anybody. That, like, was, that was that was the rumor about Myers this offseason. He was asking like eight times eight or seven yeah. times eight or something like that. Agent agents start high, teams start low, you meet in the middle. Uh but like I don't know, especially the Canucks, like they don't really need any offensive help. Quinn Hughes is a godsend. He is fifth in scoring. For NHL defenseman. With 47 points. Yeah. He's having a fantastic year. Uh, he and McCarr are so tight. It's going to go down to the wire for the Calder. I think, I think McCarr, if he didn't, wasn't injured, he might get it. But now I think McCarr, Quinn Hughes has like, has like a full spectrum. He was in the All-Star game. He had a chance. I think McCarr, like, toe-to-toe, I think he would have taken it. 
if he didn't get hurt and he because he would have been the all-star game yeah i could still see him taking it but if he but i think i think right now as a whole it's hughes has proven himself to be super valuable like you said the canucks right now they would not like he's turned that first power play unit around unbelievably yeah i don't think we need we don't need barry we need a guy who can lock it down on his own end if you had edler still up there they wouldn't have half the goals that they have right no. on the power play. If you watch Quinn Hughes live, I'm say- this might be a hot take. I don't know. But he is the best in the NHL at walking the line. It's probably a hot take, yeah. He's up there for sure. Because like, if you watch him play, he has such inc- – he's not like McDavid straight line speed. He is so agile. Yeah. He is so – his edge work is like – like just the best. Like I, I don't know how to compare him with because his edge work is, he's all his entire skating. It's edge work, pivoting, twirling, spinning, and nobody. They, and he just kind of like he kind of slithers himself along the blue line. Yeah. And having that mobility creates up creates so much offense. And he's only a rookie. He's going to be a fifty point rookie for the Canucks. I like those like never happen. Is he, in general. The, is he going to be the highest scoring defenseman in Canucks history? I'm I don't sure. know what I don't know what the record is, but he's got to be up there, like up there. I, he he is. I don't know. Maybe some guy from like eighties, like years ago, but at least in the last twenty years, there hasn't been a rookie defenseman that I that has gotten fifty points. I know that for a damn fact. Sixty three points is the record. Doug Lidster back in 86, 87. We won't get that, but he'll get in the fifth, mid-50s, like 55. You don't think he'll get there? 63 points? He'll have to get like a couple three-point. He has to get 16 points from the next 22 games. 16 and 22? I think he can make that. Yeah, you got to have a, be on a hell of a tear. It's possible. It's possible. He just needs a few power play assists. 47.59 right now. Yeah. Uh, it might be tough. It'll be tough. He might not make it. But he might not make it. But anyway, he'll be incredible the best defenseman the last ever since. Incredible nonetheless. Um, but I don't see Barry really being a fit in Vancouver because well, the reason why he's not he been a good fit in Toronto is because the power play is already kind of spoken for. Now, if you bring Barry in, you kind of have to put him on the first power play unit. You kind of don't want to touch it with Quinn Hughes there. Like that's Quinn. That is Quinn Hughes' power play. Him yeah. and Petey. That's their is. power play unit. If if they got him in the off season, it might have been a different story. But now it's they didn't his have territory. Barry to choose from. Yeah, and Edler's not super effective back there. Actually, Edler now he is. If you watch him, he's just PK in defense zone. Yeah. He is a really good penalty kill defenseman. Like he's one yeah. of the best. Yeah. No, I've always known he's been a great defenseman. Like it's, he's if we could if, if I think the country go after another Edler. Like I, I don't know, I don't know where Hamesy's at with his career, like his mobile, his skating, but I would like to get Hamesy more than Barry, because hmm. I just want a guy who just works it down low, gets a puck out. That's fair. That's all I really want out of a de- the, out of a, a D for the Canucks. There's so much emphasis on puck moving defensemen right now, and sometimes you just need a guy that can chip it off the glass. Yeah, because <laughs> I think with Quinn Hughes, like Canucks' biggest problem is keeping the puck at their own net. Yeah, and that's their issue. They score a lot of goals. They score, but like, I, we don't need an offensive D. 
Like it's kind of like we're kind of what Toronto was like. Like we were. Our problem is an offense. We don't need more offense. We need guys who can lock it down. You know, seems to be a real lack of that in the NHL right now. Because everything's just go go go. Everything's about scoring. There's so much emphasis on offense in all positions. And there's like what the Islanders in Arizona that just play D. Yeah. They they win two one or they'll lose one nothing. You know, they can't score. They're kind of. Let's talk about Arizona for a second. Let's switch gears. Okay. How much of a fucking tire fire is Arizona? Like they are in the worst position. That yeah, because right now they're out of a playoff spot. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, they've played sixty four games, more games than anybody else in the NHL. The Nashville Predators that are behind them have five games in hand. Yeah, going into tonight. These guys are tied with them. They're and they and have three Nashville. Games. Nashville is in overtime right now with with, with Chicago. Blues beat Blues beat the Stars five one. But like, the Rangers are have been unbelievable. And they're on they're on fire. They're they're catching Carolina fire. also another injury. Their life without Hamilton is not nice to count the Carolina. Shesterkin's been a. Uh, he's just come in out of nowhere and become a starting goalie in the NHL. Like, like consistent. Starting I'm not multiple sure if games are, are updated, but the Rangers are five points out. And with Carolina reeling, Florida reeling, and Columbus reeling, it's they're they if they win, you know, two out of the next three, they're in it. Down the stretch for the last twenty games. Yeah. And they're rolling with three goalies. Which is kind of weird, but they're not letting anybody those guys those guys and not letting any of those guys go for free. Lungfist was a healthy scratch tonight. That's tough. Um, I thought he was automatic to be a backup or starter every game. Maybe he just doesn't want. To, maybe they. Maybe they just want to let him sit in the press box and eat hot dogs and have a beer. Maybe they want him just to make life miserable on him secretly. Oh, it could be that too. Like just hopefully. Like, I was saying it optimistically, saying like maybe they're like just like trying this, to give him a night off to go yeah. go go like you're thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight, whatever he is now. You're saying maybe they're trying to make him hate his life so yeah. he quits on the team. <laughs> I think I don't know what they're doing with him because I, I think what they really want to do is they want to get rid of Lundqvist. But they can't. Yeah. Because he is gonna have his his number retired. And he's a franchise goalie. Okay. Yeah. Like it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Because they want they because they don't want to trade the young guys. For the well, for one year of the old guy, they've turned around this rebuild so fast, though. Yeah, well, they're fucking lucky because they—they're luck. They luck. They've got the lottery of this non—you know—no <clears throat> conspiracy. The Rangers get the second overall pick in their first year rebuilding, but and they get you know Panarin and they got Truba. Yeah, that's more so where they're lucky. They're lucky that but they're they're Manhattan. New York City. Yeah, they're Manhattan. Everybody wants to go there. Every free agent wants As to go there. Rangers have been, live in, have New been York. in on every free agent since the, I've followed hockey. They got the best free agent. They got the best young defenseman. They got Adam Fox. Yeah. And Delangelo, who they might not be able to afford. And D'Angelo. Um, That's why they can't keep Kreider, because they can't afford him. Truba they brought in, like you but said. Like, they have they don't Shesterkin think they, they have. drafted a few years ago, and he's come in. He's been a stud in goal. Le- Leas Anderson is like their first round pick, like what eighth overall, <laughs> ninth overall, like two years ago. He's already yeah. wants out. 
you know yeah and so that's some what, some guys that works for some guys it doesn't like you know like when you have when you're the rangers and you have all this money and this you know it goes both ways remember though gomez and drewy you know fiasco and the, yep brad richards still paying them and then how about mika zabinajad he's turned himself in he's arguably a top 10 center in the league now i wouldn't know i won't go that far but he's probably top 20 top 20 easily top 15 for sure I would say I know, we have to we'd have, we have to, we'd have to go down a list. Top ten, arguably. There's a lot of good centers, so it's, it's going to be hard to make um, that argument. But he's got 56 points in 46 games. He had a three point net again today. So, um, so Chicago's kind of another one of those teams where they're kind of selling, but they're kind of also trying yeah, to make the we playoffs. We talked about Chicago last time. I think was. They're big names on the block. Eric Gustafson, he's got... scratched tonight. 26 points in 59 games. Not a 60-point self. No, not not quite the same pace as last year. Upcoming free agent. Rumors I heard were he was potentially going to Vegas. Yeah. And But I think Vegas would need to move out another body. Oh, no. They freed up they, some space with that Econ trade. Today, they're, so. they're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, they, they could bring him in. They could afford it. I think I think with Gustafson, it's one of those things like he probably will get, he'll probably garner a second round pick. They're looking for somebody to anchor their first unit power play because uh, Vegas isn't that Theodore. <clears throat> yeah, but apparently he's not doing too well. They they want a more offensive. They want a they want more of a Quinn Hughes, less of an Alex Edler back there. Mm, okay. If you catch my drift, um, and then also they've got two unrestricted free agent goalies. Will they trade one of them? Will they trade both of them? Will they trade any of them? Chicago won two one. They won, so that means they are now what sixty two points, six points out of a playoff spot. Six and Nashville out. lost, and they are three points out of a playoff spot. <clears throat> so and they, you know, they, they, you get you, know, you when you those games in hands are only good if you win them. Yeah, exactly. So in reality, that didn't really. Well, they're two points out. They'll get it. They'll be at sixty right. games. They got they'll a, be at sixty-six. Yeah, they got sixty-six. Right. They you got know, the... so it's and teams like you know Calgary, they're in a tough spot because they have don't have the tiebreaker with the the shootout with the wins. Yeah. They only have twenty-five or in regulation or overtime, and the rest teams have twenty-nine or thirty. They're they're chasing. So they're going to have to beat teams outright. Same with Arizona. Arizona's in a tough spot. They're only four games above 500. And they're in the race. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty pathetic looking at the playoff race this year. Like, it's kind of a <clears throat> turtle derby. Those. <laughs> like, everybody's shuffling along. And those those loser points really skew the whole makeup of everything. Like, the, the difference between. Columbus? Columbus right now? It's 30. 19, that sounds pretty good, and 13. 30, 19, and 13. Yeah. They suck they, in overtime. The East is so much stronger than the West. No. And, I think everybody's just beating up on Detroit. Except Montreal. Okay, Detroit. <laughs> Montreal, four of those 15 wins are against Montreal. They have 11 wins against the RSNHL. They play 32 games against... The East, the Western I don't Conference. Know, I honestly don't know how it breaks down. They're, they 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 do one and one against Detroit. Them. Plays every Western Conference team twice. Yes. So there's 16 Western Conference teams. 32. 
So just under half their season is against the Western Conference. So I'm calling bullshit on okay. the East beating First up. First in on... the East, they're 8 31 and 1. Uh, West, 7 13 and 3. Yeah. But even just looking at the points. Eight. There's. Me, there are minus one away. Four teams in the East are up to eighty points already. The West has only one team within four points of eighty points. I know. It's like. The it's actually it's more so that more specifically it's the Pacific that the fucking dirt turtle derby. Yeah. I don't know if Winnipeg's gonna catch Colorado or Dallas. I don't. They're gonna. They're. They're hoping for a wild card spot at this point. I don't see them catching those guys. Yeah. Because Colorado's got three games in hand, too. The Colorado's in a good spot. They do have some injuries, and Grubauer's out, too. He's another guy we didn't mention. So, yeah. I don't know. If, if Frank Coos falters, then... Apparently, Zachary wants a depth goalie, but maybe Aaron Dell or something like that. But, yeah. I don't know. Not, uh, not a Robin Lehner? Hmm? Said not a Robin Lehner. Robin Lehner is a kind of a quirky guy. <clears throat> you see that tattoo on the side of his neck? Yeah, the, the dildo or the chicken nugget or it's something. It's like, like that. oh my god, dude, why is that on your neck? Long Island, you don't play there anymore. You play there for one year. <laughs> yeah. You get a hard on for Long Island. Please take me back. So, F- Florida, this is somebody I wanted to touch on. Florida is 61 games, played 70 points. They're two points out of a wild card, and they're only two points out of uh, the Atlantic third spot, too. Well, the thing is, Florida is apparently they're, they're, they might be Bowers and Sellers. Yeah, so they might trade Trocheck. Trocheck and Hoffman are both on the trade board. Yeah, I don't understand why they're trying to move Trocheck. Hoffman, I could see in the right situation if you can bring in a good. They're looking for defenseman. From yeah, what I they heard, can't play defense. But also, they've had Mark Pissick and Matt uh, yeah. Matheson, Mike Matheson, playing forward. playing forward on their fourth line for them. Apparently, Matheson played like he played the second line the other day. Well, one of them got a hat trick there. Yeah, Pesic <laughs> did. Like, what the fuck is going on in Florida? You have two defensemen playing. I can see on like a long road trip, we got to have a, your seventh D plays fourth line. Yeah, and he's a, kind of like a center. And they had so like, like I said, their first unit power play is pretty lethal. Hoffman's a big part of that, so you really have to. If you're committing to moving him, you really need to get something worthwhile. Yeah, it's weird with Florida. Trocek makes absolutely no sense. He's got a good cap hit. He's a good player. He's their second-line center. They don't have any center depth behind him. He's not playing very well. Brian Boyle is injured right now. He's on the IR. So after, if you were to get rid of him after Barkov, you literally have nobody down the middle. Nolachari. Okay. He's the only guy. Okay. I thought he I'm, mostly I'm, played wing anyway, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying. <sighs> so, like, I don't understand that. That. I think the thing with Trocheck. I'm starting to wonder about Dale Talon. <laughs> Is he all there? I think he's starting. He needs. Might need to go into a home. Trocheck apparently. He had that really bad ankle injury last year. Yeah. And. I don't. Apparently. Apparently he hasn't been the same since. Like they're talking about on the thirty one thoughts the other day is like he just he rushed himself back and 
Okay, last year, in 2017, 2018, he had 75 points. Okay, before that, 54 and 53. Last year, he played 55 games. He had 34 points. This year, he has 54 games. He has 35 points. He is almost on the identical to pace. Yeah. Identical. Except one assist. Up to now. He'll play more games, but he's on the same trajectory. Like, he might only be in the mid-40s this year. Yeah. So, I think maybe it's Florida being like, we'll get something for you. But a team that wants him was like, what version of Trojek am I getting? Am I getting the two-year-ago version that just needs a spark? Or is he lost a step and he just can't be as effective as he once was? I think that's a real tough, tough ask. But he's still... Is he still a second-line center, or is he kind of a crafty, penalty, like a power play guy, third-line center when it, at the end of the day? Like, I don't know where he is. I don't watch Florida games. But I was, like, surprised to hear his name. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. it. I feel like that's a stupid trade unless they can get an equivalent center back, and I don't think there's really anybody on the market that they can get unless there's people that are being offered up that we aren't aware of. Well, I think... Because he has term left, too, on a decent salary. I think cap it. Uh, a uh, Brodeen for Trocheck trade would make a lot of sense for both teams. Minnesota wants a center. Brodeen is a kind of a Jay Boymister kind of guy. Quiet, good defensive player. Doesn't put up a lot of points. But he's just solid. And that's exactly what Florida wants. To play with to play with uh, Strawman or Ekblad, I think that the fit. I don't know who if appetite for one of them or both of them. I don't know if it goes both ways, but I just see a fit there. Same with Buffalo because Buffalo people are kicking, punching the air right now in Buffalo. <laughs> okay, you see the the, the, the clip of the uh, yeah the guy throwing a paper yeah <laughs> He's like fuck this. I don't know what game it, it, it was at, like what game, like what, like, like, like what uh, loss that was during. I'm yeah, assuming they were losing during the game. Could be from like five years ago. And like, I don't know where <laughs> game it was. Just came back as from. a meme. But Yeah, but Buffalo is supposed to be like just, have you checked out their Twitter? No. I was, I, I heard about their Twitter. Okay. Their Twitter mentions are just like hilarious for our sake. But horrible for the for the franchise, because it is like everything they like, like, like it would be like the the Sabers, you know, media group being like, uh, game tonight, you know, a big game, and it's pretty much like, yeah, so we can lose again, <laughs> we fucking suck, like everything is just we suck, fuck this, fire bottle, uh, what are we doing? Uh, well, it's been so long for that it's franchise. Been so long. They're they are they've surpassed Toronto in shittiness, like in terms of length. I think. Well, we, we're from that podcast on our way up to Apex. Like they're running. They have no. They they don't. They like they like they have their palms in there. Like what are we what are we doing wrong? Like what do we got to do? Like everything we do, nothing works. Nothing works except Eichel, Skinner. Has just checked the fuck out. He is checked out. 
We, th- I, I, at the time, I was. Sp- he has like nine goals this year. Or something. I was adamant it was a bad deal. I'm like a nine million for Jeff Skinner. I'd be like, what did he? Well, he's a forty goal scorer. You know, blah, blah blah. I'm like, I does it not make him a nine nine million dollar player? Okay. No. And he is now, like, he has surpassed my expectations on shittiness. He has just gotten that paycheck and checked the fuck out. He's gotten, like, what, two assists in the last 20 games, something like that? Yeah. It's something like that. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's, like, like he's just not playing at all. Like, he wouldn't know. He, he just, like, this is, like, just non-existent on the score sheet. Yeah. I, it I don't get it. I'm baffled by it. I don't. Because last year he was so productive, and it's not like contract year. I know, but it's not like hashtag contract year. It's not like Eichel. Hashtag. It's not like Eichel hasn't been scoring. He's like Eichel's been lighting scoring. it the fuck up. Who is he playing? Like who is he getting? Who's getting in the pots? Reinhardt. Like know. somebody's got to get some secondary apples here once in a while. You think so, right? Olsen. It's Olsen, who is a like a seventh round pick, but like still, like Skinner, get in on the action a little bit. Is it actually Olsen though? I think so. Uh, let's see here. Like Buffalo has no no extra picks this year. Jack Eichel's having a heart trophy s season. They brought in Froelich, which was like why? <laughs> okay, so Eichel's got thirty points more than anybody else on his team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like he's having to take that 2018 Taylor Hall season. He's got 75. Reinhardt's second at 48. Olsen's got 40. And it drops the fuck off. It drops way the fuck off. Skinner's got 20 Casey points. Casey Middlestat was supposed to be our second line center for two years now. He's in the minors. Yeah. You, right, uh, Marcus Johansson, he has seven goals, 24 points. That has not worked out. He's, he's going to end up with 30 points this year. Okay. Jimmy VC. Apparently, at one point, it was just like he doesn't want the puck. But uh, there are so many guys on this team that Connor Sheary doesn't want the puck. Just nothing. Rasmus Everybody's an effective player until they get to Buffalo, and then they suck. Rasmus Ristolainen was like a highly touted player prospect. Yeah, like he was supposed to be like this guy is like the next like Mike Green, and it's just turned flat for him. Remember Rasmus Dahlin? Mm-hmm. Remember that guy? I do. Well, he's actually playing okay. He's at 36, 36, 36 points in 50 games. Like, he'll end up with the, you know, mid to high 40s in points. Good for him. But, like, where do you go from here, Buffalo? Hot take. Buffalo uh, goes big on Holtby. On Holtby, eh? I think they're one of the few teams that has two that has they need a fucking goalie there's no doubt about that that's that i think buffalo with like i mean they'll, they'll be stupid for Holby. like seven times ten like you're looking at another Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. that's a hot take i think they'll that's be a hot take. i, I think you'll, i think we have a desperate franchise and a really desperate gm doing something a little off his rocker maybe that's possible, man. Because uh, where does Holtby play? I'm going off topic, but not a whole lot of teams need a f- number one goalie. Like, is Holtby the kind of guy that goes the 50-30 split, or is he kind of... Do you know what I mean? 
Or is he a true number one where he plays majority, like more than 50? Like closer to 60? Uh, yeah, probably 55. Like, well, like, what I'm saying is like not a whole lot of teams want to, you know. Right now it's kind of like you have like a tandem, not a whole being a backup. So like I don't know how many teams need a true number one, like $6 million plus goalie. Because he'll be like, I have a ring. He does pay have me. a ring. <laughs> pay me. I have a ring. Pay me. Yeah, I don't see Washington keeping him. So oh, he's gone. He's long gone. They've got... They got a young goalie. He's Samson playing off, better yeah. than him. And he's cheaper. And Holtby is kind of... An, he's kind of... His entire career has been like... Really on and then off. Like really on and then off. Yeah. You don't know what you're getting out of him. Remember when, remember when, remember when Henry... And he made that paddle stop. Yep. In the finals. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit, that just happened? Out, and, uh, Ovechkin on the bench, like, does, he, he got a little grayer. He did, yeah. <laughs> like, watching that play. Like, he just, that was, a, that was the turning point. Remember that? That was, was game three. Game two. Like, and, mm. and, and it was 2-1 in the game, I think, in the third period. Was it in Washington or in, it was, in it was Vegas? In, it was in Vegas. So it would have been game three, probably. So I think I think I think it was, and then uh, yeah, it was one one the series, and it must have been, and then that would have tied the game in game three, and they and Washington went on to win it, yeah, and won the series in six. So just takes one moment. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, so Buffalo sucks. Um, Do you want to just wrap this up with a? Just focus in on on the Canadian teams. Just do a little quick. Uh, well, name the team, name their needs for the deadline, and suggest a player they should pick up. Okay, go ahead. We'll start out west. Just your favorite team, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Vancouver. Well, I mentioned Hainsey that I think would be. I mean, okay. So let's let's. They need grit. Uh, Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons. Fuck off. Get Wayne Simmons. <laughs> I heard a like. I'm like why. Why would we need him that bad? Just like get away, Simmons. Just use your internal McEwen. You know, but I would like some defensive help, like defensive help, not defensive, but defensive help. Somebody to replace Stetcher because I'm not a big fan of Stetcher. He's just kind of a there kind of guy. Like his new inning exceptional. Okay. Uh, but maybe Ron Hainsey. I mean, you maybe Josh Manson, but that'd probably be. They can't really spend too much because they kind of expended like all their top assets. And getting a Josh Manson would cost you. You're probably looking at one of your top top two. top. It's your your Podlander and like Podkolzin yeah. are their one two and prospects. Either left. that or another first round pick, which they don't have. They don't control it for the next two years, really. Yeah. So they can't control it. So like, it's tough uh, for Vancouver. But I just want defensive help. I don't more than anything. Um, yeah. So we're move on to. Uh, Team we're watching right now, who is the Calgary Flames. Um, they need a lot of things. They do. Um, they are missing two of their top four defensemen for an indeterminate amount of time. And two of their top four defensemen are UFAs on top of that. Yeah, going off after this year. So it's apparently there's been links as well as Barry to Vancouver, but Barry to Calgary for maybe like a Brody for Barry's. Like swap rental for rental. Well, that's an interesting one. Actually, I haven't heard that one. Um, if I were trading 
for Barry, I would not be giving up somebody with term because it wouldn't make sense for me unless Toronto wanted to give me something else. Well, that's the thing. Toronto wants to get something for Barry, like like a like a a stetcher and a first round pick or a second round pick. They want to flip to use that for something else. It's like I don't value Barry that high anymore. Like his 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 value right now is at where Martinez is at, if that. Yeah. So okay, yeah, um, uh, I could see them going for a D man. I think they. Need, I think they need a. They they seem like a team that's pretty. They were really in on Toffoli. They really wanted him. They wanted him for a while. Yeah. A right-handed shot, right winger. Um, but they obviously they lost out, and I think Calgary is like, want, like something's wrong in Calgary. Like apparently, they're like, if this doesn't work, we're gonna have to blow it up in the offseason. Not blow it up, but rejig it. Like the Goudreau, Monahan, Backlund, Giordano fix that whole that core. Yeah. We'll have a, I think Goudreau will be the odd man out. That's what the rumors are, yeah. It, I don't think... I think they're kind of frustrated with him. So they're going to make the playoffs this year? Possibly. I don't, I, I don't know if they're getting in. There's something wrong in Calgary. <clears throat> they're so inconsistent. But if you're Calgary, you're making a move before the deadline on, on Monday? I think, yeah, I think they get to bring in a defenseman. I think they bring in, like, maybe a... Maybe Mike Green. Mike He's Green, from Calgary. possibly, I, yeah. Green, see Green going to Calgary. Um, I think it's going to be somebody like a minimal move, like a depth guy. It'll be like a Demello S, like a third round pick, maybe a fourth round pick. Yeah, it's not going to be anything huge. It's going to be like uh, like a there was nobody huge available, like a Mike Stone comparable, like a depth defenseman, somebody that can hopefully solidify. Like you're saying, a Demello type guy. Yeah, I'm this trying to think. This, of should, this should be a stopgap until Giordano gets back. Yeah, because they do have two good defensemen who should be returning. So you know, so that's that. That will be their trade and acquisition. Will be getting their two guys back. Um, so moving on down the street, Edmonton. Edmonton, another team that's devastated with injuries. Two thirds of their first lines missing. Um, but they picked up a second line right winger from uh, from their AHL from team. From their AHL team, not many teams. Kyler Yamamoto. He's not many teams a, can do that. He's having a stupendous little run here. They're down four three in uh, against the Wild. This is going great for me right now. Wild up 4-3 and Boston up 4-3. You're loving it. Loving it. Um, anyway, Ethan Bear, he's coming to play real well too. Okay. They, their biggest need, I would say, is some depth at offense. They need, they need a uh, third line center. That's what they need. They need J.G. Pajot. Yeah. I, I, but do they want to spend? First, he's probably a first-round pick, realistically. So you, so you, I don't know if Edmonton... Edmonton has... 500k in cap space. Problem with Edmonton is not unlike Vancouver, that has five million dollars in LTIR for the rest of the year with Furlan and Levo that are just there's you can't even consider them. All the guys that Edmonton has injured are on IR. They get no relief from that. Yeah, they can't save any cap. They don't get any relief from Neil, Clefbaum, McDavid, or Russell. No relief. So those guys, that's what thirty cost twenty five million dollars in cash space? They can't touch it. Twenty seven million dollars with Nygaard on there. They have Kyle Brodziak on LTIR, and I'm not sure what's dealing with going on with him. But I think he had a career ending injury. Did he? So like, I think so. And they have you know deal like for Darnell deal is kicking in next year. You know Cassian's new deal is kicking in next year. He keeps getting suspended. 
I'm just, I think he's three of seven games have been played since his suspension. Somehow three or four. <laughs> like he's only halfway through. So you're okay. So they can't really do anything. They 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 might get like, a, like apparently they might get like pick up like Tyler Ennis. It's a rental, is what you're saying. Oh, a rental for sure. They can't bring in terms. Somebody cheap. Unless and unless they uh, one year deal. Uh, five. Four. So yeah, while you're watching Calgary Three, lose here, two, one. I would yes. say yeah, Edmonton. Tyler Rennes makes sense for me. Um, this is all, all the scoring in the first five minutes. <laughs> uh, I think Tyler Rennes will go to Edmonton. I think that's somebody gets bring some speed, uh, some skill because their bottom six is pretty, pretty AHLy. Yeah. Uh, um. So is that what you got for Edmonton? Yeah, Can I'm move on? Tyler Ennis. Winnipeg, they've already made two moves. They brought. I in... think they're done. Yeah, I. They, they just. They, 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 I. They just. They just spent their leftover money that they that isn't Buffalo's. Most of it, yeah. About yeah, probably about five mil or so. Five and a half. Because I think. They have 3.5 right now. They're pretty much, yeah. Like, you could bring in another body, but is it worth giving up more assets for another body? The only way I could see it is they might be looking at more of a hockey deal where they get a guy with some term. I think I think so, too. If they bring in a second line, because Cody Eakin's a fourth-line center, yeah. a glorified fourth, overpaid fourth-line center. If so, they want to bring in a second-line center, it's got to be a guy with term. So both but, Cody Eakin and... Dylan DeMello, our rentals. They've already dropped a third and a fourth round pick on rentals this year. And realistically, I, I don't see them moving their first or second. They, yeah, they're probably done unless they find something in the bargain bin right before. Noon. I think it's more bargain bin shuffling. Yeah. Moving they're, on. Yeah, they have a first or second. They don't pick to the fifth. So, like, they're pretty bare. And their their prospect pool, which was once so rich, is either now all of them are either, either traded or they're already players. Playing, for them. yeah, they're they don't have a lot of prospects. They have a lot of players now. All their seeds of, of their little seedlings have grown and now they're plants, <clears throat> and they have nothing. They have Vaseline and yeah, they have Vaseline and they have the the two guys that had playing this year. Oh, Nygaard. Shout and out Kurt, to uh, and, uh, um, Gustafson. And no, sorry, Hanela. Sammy Niku for the flow. He's got this. He's, it's longer. It's so long. It's like crazy long. It's like three feet. It, <laughs> it's like it, two feet. He looks like more of a girl than Eric Carlson did when he was 18. Yeah, it's like this long flow. Like, remember remember, remember Cody Hoy? Like, that you used yeah. to have with the, kind of a mullet? <laughs> like, it was long. It would, co- it would, like, it would like cover his, his, his name on the back of his jersey. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty greasy. But anyways, Winnipeg, I think is done. I think they got to kind of retool it in the off season. Ottawa. Keep you keep doing what you're doing, in Ottawa. Keep selling because they are in the best spot to be. A, they're the best seller. Come Monday, Pajot's gone. gone. Hainsy gone. I don't know about Hainsy. Hainsy might want to stay. Ennis gone. Ennis gone. Nemesnikov. Nemesnikov gone. Nemesnikov. Duclair Pag- gone. We didn't really bring him up. Duclair. He's cooled the fuck off. He did. He had like 20 goals in the first 30 games. Now he's got 23 or something like that. Yeah, and 50-something. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Duclair is... So the demand's definitely decreased for him. 
I think he is somebody that can pop off though. You know, he's got goal scoring ability, but I think, uh, he is, I, I, I don't know what Duclair is. I, I think he's just sort of like a, sort of like an, uh, just a flashy, can't play defense rush up and on the ice, North South gets you 20 goals, but he's got to be in a good spot. If I'm Ottawa, I'm trading him. Because you really want to, or I'm signing him to a show me deal. Do it again. Yeah. Go get me 20 goals again. And I'll get you, get you a three and a half or something. So you can like get that. a third round pick for me, trading him? Yep. But for f- Ottawa, you need something to play, though. Yeah. If Ducar is willing to stay, and, you know, they're, they're not exactly the most attractive team because one, they're rebuilding, and two, it's Ottawa. Could be a, a situation where you trade him with the agreement that. He'll you'll bring him back in the off season. Yeah, one one. It's a verbal. We'll look into it in the off season. Yeah, uh, Toronto kind of touched on that, but ah, yes, Edmonton and Calgary both lost regulation. <laughs> uh, okay, scoreboard watching. Back at it, Toronto. Toronto, Kate. I was listening to the radio on my on my drive, and they talked about how. Which GM is under the most pressure to make the playoffs this, this, this season? It's Dubas by far. Dubas, Benning. Dubas by far. Benning is... Coyle in Nashville. We didn't talk about them yet. They're not... They're in win-now mode for years, and they're going to miss the playoffs. They, I think they're kind of past it now. Is it's, their window closed? It's their goaltending, which hasn't been it an is issue. Weird. Hasn't, it, it hasn't been an issue for so long there. But Ten years. Fifteen years. Yeah, probably about fifteen Since years. Since like the Steve Mason yeah, like era. The, Chris Mason. Chris Mason, the the Mike Dunham era. Oh, who no. was their other goalie? Oh, Thomas Wilkoon. Yeah. <laughs> even, even he wasn't that bad. They were mediocre. Oh, that was ridiculous. Uh, um, but no, so I would say Dubas by far. They're vanilla they, up front. They have another move coming. That's my prediction. I think they've kind of taken care of their, like they've, you know, they brought in a little bit of grit with Kyle Clifford and. Oh, you're talking about Toronto. They fixed. Back on Toronto. Who are you talking about? Nashville. No, we're not talking about Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Toronto. Okay, yes. They're in a huge. Kind of solved their backup goalie issue. Campbell's been pretty solid since he's come in. Yeah, people were like, fuck Anderson. Give Campbell to start. Malgin has been amazing. Just kidding. I, I don't know. I, I know he, he's kind of like just a small, skilled guy. Yeah, he's he's another one of what they have. So I'm like, why is why why is Dubis's philosophy is to is to drown yourself in something you don't need? Yeah, I don't skill and and non physical forwards. And yeah, their defense got, is still questionable. They're still missing Riley. Yeah. They still don't. They got roundhoused by Pittsburgh. They beat Pittsburgh the other night, but they got roundhoused. Yeah. They kind of got them by back Pittsburgh. pretty good yesterday. Like picked but... apart, like viciously. Like no prisoners. <sighs> yeah, it was pretty ugly. But um... Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Okay, if I'm Toronto. If I'm not in Toronto and I have the least roster, I'm staying pat and I'm rejigging it in the offseason. But since you're in Toronto, because you're in Toronto, you have no choice. You got to buy. You have to do something here. Um, I think what they do is, I think they look into trading Barry 
but I don't think he gets moved. I think teams aren't that high on him. Okay. They don't. I think teams will take them. I don't think they'll get their asking price for them. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think they'll get Absolutely. what they want to make it worth their while to move them. I don't think they'll get an upgrade on Barry. Might they bend and break just to get rid of him? Just and to get something for him? Then they're your seller. You know, it's tough. Well, depending on what you're getting. What if you get like a third pair of defenseman for him? Stitcher? Sure, Stetcher. Well, we'll, we'll keep going back to that. Well, I'm saying Stetcher, that's why it's because because it makes sense. Like Stetcher, I don't know why those two got linked because they're both right hand shots and they both have similar caps. Okay. And yeah. So I don't know. They they need to get a defenseman. They do not. I don't know. They're they're kind of in a situation where they're kind of hooped. No matter what they do, I think. They, they don't have... A They're hooped. They have too many injuries. <clears throat> they have no cap space. And they're still going to lose in the first round to either Tampa or Boston. They're not built <laughs> to win playoff series. I don't know what Dubas is thinking. There's no way... Watch them go on and win the cup now. <laughs> no, no. They're so four-player orientated that when those guys get off the ice, they're an NHL team. They were kind of they're what the Oilers were two years ago. Yeah. When Drysaddle was hasn't didn't really take it take off yet, you know. But how about okay? That's fucking flute. Sorry, I, um, my ADD is kicking in. Drysaddle is leading the league in scoring by like fifteen points right now. I saw your day. He's at ninety five points before this game. Yeah. Ninety five. I had no idea he got that high. He's he's like he's running away with the scoring lead. Yeah, he's he's winning the heart. He's got it, right? He's got it. He's he's just he's, he's doing it without McDavid. He's doing it on his he's doing what Malkin does without Crosby. Yeah, they did lose tonight though, but they lost. Thank God. <laughs> Fuck the Oilers. Minnesota. I was at the game the other night. Minnesota plays no skill. They have holes defensively, but they are stingy. They just grind. They're stingy. They They're just, grind. Yeah, and. Two of their goals were just throwing the puck in the front and went off a body. Went off Stetcher's face, and the other one went off a shin pad. Yeah. Like, they just grind the other team, and it's not easy. But they have holes defensively, so you score on them. But, anyways, moving on. Toronto, uh, who the fuck knows what Toronto's doing? If I were them, I would, because having Janssen out hurts their depth. And having Riley out is just a debilitating loss for them. Yeah, absolutely. CC can't play D. Barry can't play D. Like Barry, I don't. I think he'd be better somewhere else in a better system. You know, but I don't know if I'd put him too high on your depth chart because he might burn you because he can't yeah. play defense against top players. He's um, not a shutdown guy. That's no. for sure. You're not putting so you, him out against the top line on the other team. So if you have a six, seven, eight million dollar defenseman, but you have to protect him. What the fuck? You're paying for the points. You're not playing for the defense. But like that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but I'm you, saying you is like to, you're paying guys so much, and you can only play him half the game because you you don't have, you don't you know what I mean? You have to kind of put him in as a def, as a forward. He's a specialist, you but to, you're paying him so much, but he's only a specialist. You pay him, you pay a guy that much, he should be out there every any situation. Or at least not to be a liability. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but moving on, Montreal. Last, lastly, Montreal. Blow it up. 
It's not what they're going to do, but blow it up. <laughs> blow it up, guys. Yeah. So, like we were saying, Kovalchuk, I don't think he's going to go. You think he's going to go. I think he'll go. Um, I don't know what else they got to sell. Like that, that they've they got guys shopping. with they've got guys with term, like Petrie and Tatar that people are talking about. You got Dale Weiss. Nobody's taking Dale Weiss. Maybe no. Nate Thompson. Yeah, I could see him getting flipped. You can like a playoff a, ad, like a six rounder or something like that. You know, they got nothing much else. They moved Scandella. Yeah, Scandella's already brought them in a second. Um, got three second round picks this year. That's pretty good. That's a good start. Do they have a first? <laughs> They have their first. They have a first. That's good. And there's a theme now ever since that deal was no every team every first round pick traded is like most of them most of them are protected. Yeah. You know, and a team is has any doubt. (laughs) Like Boston, I don't think I don't think that pick is protected. But only Boston has to worry about that. Yeah. I think they know they're making the the playoffs. Yeah, so they're not worried about that. There's no lottery issues with that one. Anyway, I think we've covered... Wrap like, There's up. so much to talk about, but I think we've yeah. covered a good chunk of it. Um, we rambled on a little too long, but that's we, what we do every time. We could literally keep talking until Monday at noon. There's so much shit to talk about, but I, I think we covered a good chunk here. Yeah. Uh, for we'll Kurt. have to do our winners and losers of the traded line. Yeah, that'll be our follow-up. That'll come out next week. Um, and uh, now that my life's a little less hectic, we can uh, get back on the weekly train. Step. Anyway, for Brad and Kurt, who had to take off, I'm Chad. I thought he was here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Have a nice night. Enjoy your weekend. And enjoy the trade deadline on Monday.